0: Season three is all about turning up the heat on your relationship with God and seeing Him move in more supernatural, miraculous ways in your daily life. So I decided to start this this season with my friend, Tiffany Tombry, who sees the miraculous, supernatural move of God in their life on a regular basis. I decided to have her share a testimony about a prophetic word that I had had for their family that they've just seen completely fulfilled. It affected their whole family and is indirectly but kind of connected to a prophetic word my husband had for their family a couple years ago. It's a fun story. But as we shared our testimonies of seeing God move in our lives, we realized there's some simple things that we have in common that we feel like are the vehicles for seeing the Lord move in our lives like this. So we decided to share that with you at the end of the episode. Also stay tuned for Life Hacks where I share a natural supplement I found for my son who struggled with focus and behavior at school, and it has made all the difference. If you have a kid with ADHD that or just maybe is a little bit hyper and needs some help with focus, this was a game changer. It's affordable, it's on Amazon, and it's all natural. So stay tuned for Life Hacks, and there's a special announcement right in the middle of the episode. Lots of fun things coming at you. Let's jump in. Hi, and you're listening to Java with Jen, with your host, Jenilee Samuel. I recently had an older woman from church tell me how much she loved my podcast, not knowing I had been praying about what direction to take it for season three. And she said to me, I told your husband, your wife is just so cute. Y'all, this was the second older woman who had said that what I do with my life is cute. Man, I just said within myself, oh, man, I sure hope the devil doesn't think I'm cute. I really hope he shudders when I wake up in the morning. This comment was simple and meant as a genuine compliment, but the Lord used it to get under my skin and light a fire under me for season three friend i don't know about you but we live in a time that requires more than just cute christianity we need to be moving in the fullness of what jesus gives to us do you feel me so i decided to start this season with a friend of mine who is also a powerful believer who sees miracles on a regular basis in her life too she's powerful but she's normal folks she loves jesus loves the word of god and is fierce and tenacious about seeing him move so thank you tiffany for being on this show go ahead and say hey hi everybody i'm so glad to be back in the hot seat with jenna lee yes tiffany was here you guys some of y'all remember episode 48 if you missed it go catch it where we talked about cultivating the miraculous in your life well tiffany is one of those friends who as i've spent time with her and her husband i realized Every every everybody has kind of like their message in life, their core life message. And I really feel like theirs revolves around faith. They live in such a radical level of faith. I can't tell you how many times Tiffany has emptied her wallet with whoever's sitting in front of her. But you guys, every time that happens, they get some kind of massive promotion. It's crazy. And they live in just this radical level of faith. It's awesome. And so Tiffany is just the perfect person to have on here. She loves the Word of God. She's a published author. Her and her husband um, did a devotional called A Closer Walk with Jesus. You can find it on Amazon, Travis and Tiffany Tombry, And she has started a new podcast called Testimonies with Tiff. And after today's episode, you'll realize I need to go listen to that podcast too. So Tiffany, thank you for taking the time (laughs) to do this. You are welcome. And I'm honored to be here again. Absolutely. Okay, so Tiff is also a mom of four babies. She just had her fourth, a little girl. What's her name? Tell us the story briefly. Her
1: name is Hadessa Lucille Tombry. Before we started having babies, God had given us her name, and first three babies were boys. So we patiently have waited six years for our promise to be fulfilled, and it has been, and she's here, seven
0: months old, and she is just a spoiled
1: Everybody loves her.
0: (laughs) She's perfect. She's so perfect. Well, and what I love about this story is that Tiffany really, really believed in her heart that God told them they were going to have a girl. And she believed and clung and believed and clung and believed and clung. And there was a woman who walked up to you at the park, right? Yes. Okay. So tell that. Yes. Me and my husband had taken the kids to the park. I totally forgot
1: about this. I'm (laughs) so glad. And while generally saying this, I'm like, oh, I need to write that as one of my podcast episodes. Um, she had come up to us in the park and she looked at me and she said, are these your sons? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, um, you've been praying for a daughter. And I looked at her and I said, well, we have been, and she said, she said, I'm going to pray with you. Can I pray with you? And I said, sure. She said, the Lord says that this time next year you will have a daughter. And I remember going home. I remember texting gently. I, mm-hmm. I met this lady at the park. She told me I was going to have a daughter in a year. I remember Gentilee asking me, well, does that resonate in your spirit? Do you feel like that's from the Lord? I said, absolutely. God is the first name he ever gave us was a girl name, and so I have a vision board, and I cut out a pregnant woman. She was like wearing pink, and I stuck it up on my vision board, and I said, "God, I trust that you're going to fulfill this." And He did. And the crazy thing is, is when a year later she was born, and we were at the park, and the and I remember in my heart, God, in the Bible says in Psalm 139 that God knows our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I never asked the Lord, but I was thinking. Man, it'd be so crazy if I saw that woman again and I could be like, look, the prophetic word came to pass. I am not kidding my my kids are at VBS (laughs) in the park she comes walking up I jumped up out of there took off running with my newborn baby like look and so we got to marvel at God's faithfulness we got to take a picture and I know it had to have encouraged her faith like that she had met a stranger God gave her a
0: word and she was seeing the fulfillment of that oh my gosh okay so we have started off with a bang I'm so excited (laughs) so as you can see Tiffany loves the word I love the word we both love the word and the the reason we love the word is because the word of God is your lifeline as a believer. You keep listening; it just gets better. So, speaking of Tiffany's life, okay, real, real quick before we dive further, I want to let you guys know. Coming very soon, I'm working on it right now. I'm launching a merch line for the podcast, and I'm very excited. The Lord kind of just gave, dropped it in my heart. I was like, "It's season three. We need some merch. People have asked for merch and whatever." So I was like, "Let's do some merch." So. I got the idea one of my sponsors is a shout out to to Rosanna and Gustavo. They are sponsors of the podcast and they sent me coffee a while back to they have a coffee company. So we've decided to partner. They're going to create two flavors of coffee that are designed specifically for my listeners, a light roast, like a light medium and then a dark and We're going to include that in my merch and then I'm creating t-shirts and mugs and just all kinds of fun stuff. So that's coming soon. So I want to build your anticipation. I can't wait to get that out to you guys. Okay, so back here into this episode. So Tiffany and I gave you guys a teaser on Instagram a couple of weeks ago um, showing you the house that she is now living in. Okay, so this is like this beautiful story, and this is really going to be the heart of what we're talking about. We want to share this, though, because the reason we're sharing our testimonies with you guys is because we want to challenge you in this next season. It's August, right? We're we're looking forward to this next year, even this next semester. We want to challenge you to begin believing God for the things that He has spoken to you in a radical way, in a determined, perseverant, stubborn kind of a way, and so... Tiffany and Travis have a really incredible story about their first house that came about through a prophetic word. So we'll get to it. Okay, Tiffany, go ahead. Tell us us the first story. My brain is trying to connect all the dots between the both.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I need to make sure I separate house one and house two because they're both um, very radical testimonies. So me and my husband had moved from Montana to Texas. We lived in an 800 square foot apartment. I remember um, God telling me to start a Bible study, but I remember being embarrassed about where we live, like it's small. And I made all these excuses and I will never forget this because I feel like God marked me in in his rebuke to me. And he says, if you can't be faithful with 800 square feet, you can't be faithful with a thousand. And if you can't be faithful with a thousand square feet, I can't give you 3000 square feet. And so our, the, you know, the scripture says to whom much is given much is required and we show ourselves approved. And I believe that has to do with even material things, not just God's word, yeah. not just our testimony, but yeah with everything God's given us, to whom much is given, much is required. And that with what God's given me, I need to be faithful with. So I determined I was going to use that 800-square-foot apartment for everything that God told me to do. And um, then I remember me and Travis, we... Just doing life, and we go to church, and we had gone down to the altar for prayer. I believe it was for my son Samuel for healing for him mm. and it was our first time we walked up to Stephen Samuel. it was our first time to meet him that's, or that 's my husband or, yeah je husband um so we didn 't have any um it was our first time meeting, so we're, you know we go down and we 're getting ready to tell Stephen what we want prayer for and he begins to pray before we can get anything out and begins to prophesy over us. And he says, I see you. I see the Lord giving you a bigger house. And I remember opening my eyes and raising my head and looking at Trev like, who is this dude? What is he talking about? Like we're here for healing, not for like a word about a house, but I'll take it. So we're listening and he's talking about how the Lord's going to enlarge our borders and God's about to just pour out his blessing on us. And and so we walk away from the altar that day like, okay, that's not what we expected, but we're gonna we're gonna seek the Lord on this. And so um we did. We sought the Lord and we prayed about it over time and and it was kind of like we just took that prophetic word and we put it on a bookshelf. We didn't dismiss it and and we remembered it and we would pray as the Holy Spirit reminded us, but we were just gonna keep doing life until we had more direction from the Lord. And so, um, we're pregnant with our third, we've outgrown the 800 square foot apartment, we're looking for a home, we find a home to rent, and we're thinking, oh, this must be the house that Stephen Samuel prophesied over, and so we move into this beautiful, it's 1100 square foot house, and we're, we're happy, and, and life is good, and I remember sitting at the, uh, sitting at the table, getting ready to budget. And my husband calls and he's like, are you sitting down? And I'm like, uh, yes, I'm sitting down. And he's like laughing with the joy of the Lord. And I'm like, what, why do I need to sit down? And he's like, no, really, are you sitting down? And I'm like, honey, (laughs) yes, I'm sitting down. He's like, you will not believe what just happened. And I'm like, well, I, well, what just happened? He's like, I got a phone call from, um, I'll, I won't tell his name, but a certain man that he works with. And he said um he said that he's been really blessed by my service in the Lord and how God has used me to minister to him personally and that he wanted to share his success with our family. And he asked me, "Do you own a house?" And I told him, "No, we don't own a house." And he said, "Great. I'm going to give you a check, a six-figure check for a certain amount of money, and I want you to go buy a house." And I remember, like, when Travis is telling this, I remember being like, wait, hold on. What did you just say? Excuse me? What? Huh? I mean, I, I had never, six figures, that's a lot. Like, we're talking a few hundred thousand dollars. And I'm just thinking, wait. You just got a phone call from so-and-so who said you'd been a blessing to him, and now he's writing us a check for a few hundred thousand dollars and wants us to go buy a house because he just wants to bless us. And Travis is like, I told you, were you sitting down? Aww. By this time, I'm like prostrate on the floor, like weeping in a puddle because God is a now God. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, immeasurably more than we could think or imagine. Amen. You see, we we hadn't even dreamed of owning a home. I couldn't even get past my 800 square foot apartment and then God puts us in this house and I'm just getting settled in and we're renting and I'm happy and then God now does something immeasurably more than my mind could handle at the moment and so it was really special and so of course we got to find Stephen Samuel at church and tell him that God had fulfilled that word that we were literally given a check and told us to go find a house me and my husband got to dream we got to start looking at houses and we found we found this house and we were able to pay cash for it and 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 just in awe of this house and so here we're in this house and
0: um we it was let's see you came over and- wait 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 hold on don't go into house two okay. yet okay, okay so okay recapping house one now I know you guys well enough to know that when big things like this happen you did something in the spirit that sewed into it. Yes. So with so
1: when that man gave us the check, is it was a couple hundred thousand dollars. The very first thing we did is we tithed ten percent off of that. So we took a good chunk of money in the month of December. We got the check on December 5th. I will never forget that because five throughout the Bible represents grace Mm -hmm. and it was by grace that God gave us this house. We did not do. So you have to understand God doesn't show favorites. The Bible says that he has no respecter of persons. God's just simply looking for someone that will believe his word and believe that he is a giver of good things. The Bible says in James 1 that he's every good and perfect gift comes from him. And so God delights that his kids be happy. And it's not about materialistic thinking about having this big house or lots of money and all of that stuff, but it's what we do with it. I can have a bigger house to house more people for ministry or to bless people or to feed people or however the Lord would lead. And so um, God's just looking for people just to to ask him and then believe. And Amen. so um and then to and then, on top of that, to do immeasurably more, because again we weren 't we weren 't asking for a house to mm-hmm. own we were to, we were asking father we need we 've outgrown this place, we need a bigger place, and like I said, I felt like I was faithful with that eight hundred square foot, and yeah. I was being faithful with that thousand square feet and yeah. so God, the new house was 1,500 square feet and girl, I packed it out with Bible studies and we had people (laughs) over and every time the Lord told me a couple needed to come over or
0: we needed to do this within Mm -hmm. the the means of the house, we did it. Amen. Okay, wait. So back up a little bit even more than that. So the reason I'm asking or what I want to point out for everyone is because your story can easily sound like, well, that's some kind of freak situation. Like that's just kind of... God sneezed and his favor fell on top of them or maybe they're Mm -hmm. God's favorite, you know, like, but what I see that you did was that when you had little and you had the opportunity to be complaining or discontent, you chose instead to present it to the Lord. And when he asked you for obedience, you responded with obedience. Yes. And, and I think sometimes we can forget that Complaining, Just like with the Israelites, complaining will cause us to miss out on the promises of God. You didn't give yourself to complaining. You chose instead to trust the Lord and to say, then you know what, Lord, instead of complaining, I'm going to focus on faithfulness. And you focused on faithfulness and that put seed in the ground for the Lord to respond to your faith. I absolutely
1: agree. Yes, that, yes, and that's what the Lord told me. You've got to be faithful with this 800 square feet. I need you to be faithful. I've given you a place. You can put people in this place. Mm-hmm. Now do it. And yes, I had the choice in that moment to continue to complain and go on and not be obedient and be embarrassed, fear mm-hmm. of man and all these things. But I chose to, to, yes, to be faithful and say, okay, God, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm not going to despise this small beginning. I'm going to do it. You're going to, You bring the women. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. You just bring the people. And yeah, so Yeah, so and, and the same with the money. When we got the check, it would have been easy for us to take that money as a gift and not to sow. Mm-hmm. But and I'm thankful that I have a husband who is like minded who said, no, the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna give ten percent back to God because he gave us this money. Mm-hmm. Even if that and when you think about it, when we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, ten percent is a big chunk of money. <laughs> yes it is. And and so we could have we could have kept our money our eyes on the money and then walked in fear of like, Oh, we're not going to get the house. I mean, it could have went way South quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We could have gotten our eyes off of Jesus and it could have been bad, but thankfully me and my husband just decided, no, we're going to walk in humility. We're going to keep, we're going to just seek the Lord on where he wants us. Mm -hmm. How? And and we even had to start praying about what city he wanted us in Mm -hmm. where, you know, where did he want us? And, and he ended us ended up moving us cities. But, um, God was just, and and two, even praying about the neighborhood, God put us in a neighborhood that we can minister to, Mm -hmm. put us in a neighborhood that where, where neighbors will receive us, where our kids can minister to, to the people. And God did that. We, Mm -hmm. we saw him. He put us strategically in that place. We looked for five months. Uh I I think we looked at like 30 houses and, um, and, and God held this house back and Mm -hmm. it just went very smoothly. And, um,
0: and it was beautiful. Okay, yes. so one thing that I, I, can, I can hear people thinking like, man, for God's blessing to be on my life like this, does everything I do have to become a spiritual exercise? No, no, it doesn't. But where, where I, I'm like you in the fact that I live, I have one chance to live this life and I want my life to count on the other side of eternity. Does that mean everything is spiritualized? No, sometimes things are, I mean, and sometimes we don't realize how practical things are a spiritual act of worship to the Lord. When I make a meal for my kids that I know they'll love, you could say that's being a good mom, but you know what that is? That's also me sowing into my children the fruit of love and that honors the Lord. There was one time I had very limited time at like one hour and I was like, okay, Lord, I can either clean the house or I can have a quiet time. That's, the only, that's my only options right now. I, I don't have time for both. And I said, Lord, what would you have me do? Because instinctively, I just want to have my quiet time, and I feel like that would please you more. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, generally, you need to tend to your home. And it surprised me, but then he reminded me of that scripture that says that, that when we um, bring our sacrifices to him, it's an, it's an act of worship. And so I was like, holy crap, me serving my family is an act of worship. So I say all that to say, when they chose to use their home to serve the body of Christ... They weren't doing it to try to feel like they were worthy of that mm-hmm. gift. They did it as an expression of their already existing longing to be faithful and to bless the Lord with what he had blessed them with. The word says that if we are faithful with little, we will be we will be faithful with much. much. But he also says if you seek first the kingdom of God, he will add all of these things. And so it's not that these practical things have to become over-spiritualized at all, but, but There should be a part of us. There is a part of us. As believers, we want to please the Father. He's our best friend. You know, I want to please Him. And and I want anything, any blessing He pours into my life, I want it to bless Him back, right? And I think it
1: just becomes, it should become our nature. Mm -hmm. It's just... And, and in those moments where we've had people over or Bible studies, yeah, it was never in my mind, like, almost like striving. Like, I have to do this because Father said. I have to do this because I have to be obedient. No, it was out of a place of like, no, I get to share this beautiful place with people. Mm-hmm. And almost every single time, every single time, not almost every single time, whoever the Lord had us invite over, Dude, we got blessed, too, mm-hmm. in the fellowship, in communion with whatever was going on in their life. It ministered to us. So there was, God, God, was, I mean, he's just so good. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just so good. And it should be just, yeah, second nature. It should just should yeah. be,
0: it just should flow from this place of, I just want to do. I just want to bless the father. Yeah. And so that is a perfect segue into how I ended up at your house. So I went to their house one night. So moving on to house two testimony. So I went over to their house. I planned to go over to talk with them about what investing. No. 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 Why did I go over?
1: No. Okay. So the first time you came over was in January. It was to meet Hadessa. You were bringing Uh, us a meal. Oh, I was bringing him a meal. Okay. Yeah. And uh she had come over and we were, I think we were eating spaghetti, I remember, mm-hmm. or lasagna or something. We were sitting at the table and Gennelie was meeting little Hadessa. She was freshly born and uh that's when Gennelie was like, Hey, on the way over here I got a word and I'm like, Oh no. What <laughs> is the word? And she said Um, the Lord told me that y'all aren't going to be in this house much longer that he's giving you a bigger house. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what? And it's so funny.
0: And I forgot in that moment, I forgot my husband had prophesied that house we were sitting in into their life. But when I pulled onto their street, I literally felt like the Lord said within a year, which was much less than that, but within a short amount of time, but for sure, uh, at least a year, they would be in a new home and it would be bigger.
1: Yes, and so I remember thinking, me and my husband laughing, and, and kind of the same response we have with Stephen, like, well, that came out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll take it and we'll pray into it, and that, that seed of faith has been planted, and Lord, whatever you want to do, because see, me and my husband's plan was next March in 2022, we... Um, had decided that's when we were going to start looking for a bigger house. It just made more sense financially. It made more sense like just with his job and time. And so like March was quote unquote our plan. It's always been our plan. (laughs) And so I learned a lot of lessons going through this second house though. Um, Just Father just really showing me the power of obedience and, Uh. and faithfulness. And so Anyways, I we have a newborn, and so life's kind of crazy. She's our fourth kid. My husband travels a lot with work, and so we're just doing life. And we are so excited because we had planned a... Um, Seven-day vacation. Well, okay, I say seven-day, but we were actually open to, like, nine or ten. Mm. Like, with, okay, so seven in Florida, but we were open to, like, maybe staying in Oklahoma on the way home or maybe mm. cutting the trip in half and staying in, like, Arkansas on the way up because we are going to be driving to Florida. We're taking our kids to Destin. Um, and let's see. Okay, we're in August, so that would have been... June, I June, believe. I oh, oh, our trip was in it May. It was
0: before my trip. It was yeah. before I traveled,
1: so it was May. Okay, so May. Yes, so our vacation's in May. So we get the prophetic word in January. In May, we're going to Destin, and we're just so excited. So we're on our vacation. We're having a blast. We're five days in, and we decide that we are going to leave Florida now, and we're going to head to Oklahoma, and we're going to hit the beach in Oklahoma. Now, some of you may be laughing, because to our big disappointment we get to <laughs> Oklahoma and it's like muddy water the beach well, like there's white sand but it's nothing like Destin it's not the blue beautiful water and so I remember us getting out on the beach and I remember looking at my husband like Uh, this is not happening we're not spending two days here like we (laughs) we can't spend it here when we just came from that like what and so Travis like well are you okay with going home early and I was like you know honestly I am let's just go home and we'll use these last few days of your vacation to just enjoy the family being home together and so I'm in the very back seat of our minivan with uh, two of my older boys and I'm scrolling social media and Um, on Facebook, I see this realtor post this house and I'm like, instantly my mind goes, well, we have a prophetic word. So I'm like, I like look at the house and um mind you we haven't looked at houses prior to the prophetic word that generally gave us life's just been too crazy and it was kind of like this goal around, generally we were just kind of like god you're gonna have to make it obvious it's just yeah. gonna like have to happen because <laughs> yeah, i could tell when i gave you all that
0: word you were like oh great we're tired <laughs> we have a newborn i don't want to look for a house yeah <laughs>
1: and just um not that not that the last experience was bad it's right. just we had to work through a lot of disappointment because we thought it was going to happen suddenly like the first house we find it's the house you oh, know and right. months in we're still not finding the house and yeah. so I just was kind of replaying that like oh and I have a newborn and so we kind of just decided God you're going to fulfill this word we have the faith to believe it if you put it in our path uh, we'll we'll believe it we'll you know we'll do what we can do you do what you can do and so I'm looking at this ad and I've been telling my husband since we uh, the first house we ran I was like I want five bedrooms I want a
0: vanity in the bathroom so many of y'all have asked me for merch for the podcast, so I interrupt the show to give you this exciting update. I decided with season three here, it is definitely time for some merch. I was able to partner with a coffee line called Didomi Coffee owned by a wonderful Christian couple who are passionate about making Jesus famous, and they're also sponsors of the show. They decided to create two flavors that will be the Java with Jen flavors, and we will be making these available to you along with some other exciting merch very soon. Stay tuned for when it goes live, hopefully in September, and in the meantime, give them a follow on Instagram at didomi.coffee. You spell that d-i-d-o-m-i.coffee. All right, let's get back to the show.
1: I want a really big kitchen because anybody who knows me knows I love to bake, knows I love mm-hmm. to cook, knows I love to have fellowship with people, I love to throw parties, um, and and also five bedroom. I'm like, my kids need a playroom, I love a homeschooling room. Like, I mean... The thing about God is, dude, you can dream. God loves for his children to dream. And and so, anyways, I've told my husband. And my husband has always said, I want a house kind of in the country. He's a Montana boy. Grew up on a thousand acre farm. Like, now he's in the city. So, he's like, I'd love to be kind of in the country, but close to the city. And um, he'd love acres for the boys to run around. And he'd love a big garage for a shop. Okay, these are things we've dreamed of, you know, since we've been in the other house. We were in the other house for three years. And um, so I'm looking at this, and I see five bedrooms. I'm like, check. I see, like, a big kitchen. Check. I see two acres of property. Check. Has an in-ground swimming pool. Double, triple check. (laughs) I'm like, a big garage, right? It meets all the boxes. And then, like, inside my head, I'm like, dude, this house is going to be like a $400,000 house. Like, it's not even going to be realistic in our budget. And it says 275000 I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, Trav, there is this house on social media I just found. And like, and I'm telling them about it. I'm just so excited. And, of course, my kids are going crazy when I like, say like, swimming pool and there's like, a big yard. And, and, tra- and I, I thought for sure. And I was kind of hoping Trav would kind of shut me down. Oh. Because it's just we're in a really busy season of life. And uh-huh. to throw, like moving into the mix, it's like we've moved like four times in the last, like, I don't know, five years. Wow. One being a Cross country with little kids. And so we've moved a lot. Um, and so, and no, he did it. He joyfully from the front seat said, yeah, why don't you schedule an appointment for tomorrow morning? And I was like, ah. <laughs> Okay, we're really going to do this. He's like, and I remember looking at him through the rearview mirror and him being like, remember, we have a word, babe. And he says this. He said, if it's of the Lord, God will do it. And I said, I'm done. Amen. That's it. I'm I'm covered in, I can feel God's presence right now. Yeah. And I was in total agreement with my husband. You're right. We have a word and if God's going to do it, awesome. Awesome. So I messaged the realtor, didn't know her from Adam, told her, hey, want to go see the house? Okay, 9 o'clock in the morning. We show up. Guess what? Three people from our church are there looking at the what? house. No, that's I'm right. Like, i remember. what in the world? This is a hot house. And so we get in, and of course, we just fall in love, absolutely fall in love It's and, beautiful, and we're just thinking mm-hmm. like the people we can have mm-hmm. over i i we have dreamed of having like worship nights in our yard and having the pool to baptize people, and I'm telling you we're dreamers, like God won't you do it? I'm believing God, yeah. he will do it, Amen. and so we're just like, "Well, what do we do and the late- the realtor tells us now you know there's multiple people looking at it, and we're like, yeah, we see that, and uh And she said, and there's multiple offers in on this house that are over asking. And so me and Travis throughout this whole time, we're probably with this realtor a good hour and a half. Yes, we were there that long. We had four kids with us and we were just in every room dreaming like five, 10, 15 minutes in each room. And uh, we just politely told her if it's of the Lord, God's going to do it. God's going to give us this house. And at first it kind of took her by surprise. She was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You know, she agreed with us and as the hour went on, we began to share how we got a prophetic word. We began to share our testimony, our vision for this house, and how we, you know, we could use it for the glory of God and His kingdom, but also how it could be a blessing to our family. And um, the owner of this house was clearly a believer because there was scripture hung on the wall. There, in the master bedroom, there was a Bible open, and and so obviously the people who owned it were believers. And so I was excited about that. Um, and so I said, okay, we're going to pray about it and we'll get back to you within the hour. Girl, she called us like three times. I ignored it because I'm just like, me and Travis were still kind of going back and forth. Like, what do we do? Okay, we're going to have to go through this loan process So. We get on the phone with the loan people and the the loan people are like I told Travis like you need to ask for like two ninety or three hundred because remember there's like multiple offers. So we're gonna go into a bidding war. And I'm just like almost not in faith at this point. Just like in the natural, like yeah. we gotta go at it. Like right. we gotta we gotta win the war. And um so Travis is on the on the phone and he's like, Oh, Oh, we're not. And I'm like, "Well, it's not of the Lord. It's okay." Like trying to bring myself back to reality, like it's okay. And he's like, "We're not approved for 290. We're approved for 275." Well, that's asking. And he's and he's like whispering on the phone. He's like, "Should we go through with it?" And I'm like, "Yes." I said if it's of the Lord, that's what we've been saying. If this is if this is God fulfill, fulfilling the prophetic word through this house, yes. God will God will make it happen. So The lady's like, okay, I'll send your pre-approval email over and blah, blah, blah. And so I call our realtor, and I'm like, okay, we want to put in an offer. She's like, yay, how much? I'm like asking. She's like, wah, wah. (laughs) She's like, you do remember that they're all over asking? And I politely responded, you do remember. If God wants us to have the house, he's going to give it to us. And she's like, okay, I'll put it in. And about (laughs) 15 minutes later, she calls back. She's like, Tiffany. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I know this is going to sound super strange, but write a letter. And I'm like, what? What do you mean, write a letter? And she's like, write a letter to the owners. She's like, I don't know. I just had this crazy thought. And in my mind, I'm like, no, that's a God thought. Holy Spirit, just drop that in your spirit. She said, I've never... Okay, I should preface to say right now, pause, that this realtor, we're her first... This is her... She's new. She's a new realtor. She's never sold a home before. We're her first people. Oh, wow. So this is like a big deal. First day on the job. We're (laughs) talking about Jesus, Holy Spirit, prophesying. So she's just like kind of taking it all in. So, um... Anyway, she's like, write a letter. And I'm like, okay, about what? She's like, well, I, I, obviously the sellers are believers and y'all are believers. So y'all have something in common. And she's like, I don't know, just maybe like tell them you have kids and like what you would use the house for. Just what you told me that you'd use it for ministry and what you do the, with the kitchen and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, make it short and sweet and then send it over to me and I'm gonna send it in with your offer. And I was like, okay, sure. Well, no, let me pray about it. Let me call you back. So I'm like, I sit down like, Holy Spirit, do you want me to, because generally I didn't want a pity party. Right. I didn't want to be striving. Yeah. I wanted, yeah. God, if this house is of you, I need it to, I needed it to just be of you. Yeah. And I felt like Holy Spirit said yes. And I felt like the Holy Spirit did say to introduce my kids in the kitchen, there's two homeschooling desks built into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so I shared with her how I'm a homeschooling mom and how this would be great and, you know, all the things. And I signed it, you know, Tom Breeze. And she submits a letter. Well, we don't hear anything all day and we just go about our day. I really didn't think about it. I did not have anxiety. I was at complete peace because again, up to this process, it's like, God, it's, if you want us to have this house, man, you're going to make it happen. You will fulfill your word. So I get a message later that afternoon from Jenna Lee being like, Hey, me and Stephen want to come over tonight and talk about investments with you and your husband. Are y'all free? And I was like, Sure, actually we are. And
0: okay, side note, my husband and I have never both been over to their house <laughs> ever.
1: No, Steven's never been over. Stephen I don't never think so. And so, and I should say that we told no one about this this wild ride because literally we were on vacation uh 24 hours ago and we were still supposed to be on vacation but yeah. decided to go home. So had we not gone home i would have i wouldn't have been scrolling social media at that point and the post had only been up like 15 minutes and they basically were booked the whole next day um so this house was gonna go fast um so we would have never seen the post and like i'm just i'm so i spent the day kind of trying to reel in what just happened like but that's what God does. Like, we, we just have to be so yielded to the Holy
0: Spirit, just ready to move when God says move. Yeah. And um, and yet, at the same time, He orders our steps because you didn't realize this was the Lord putting things in place. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so, Jenna and Stephen show up around 9 o'clock at night. Yes, yeah. that's a weird time, but we like to get together after kids go to sleep because we can enjoy fellowship and it's just easier that way. Yeah it works out for our families. And so they come over and we're chit chatting and everything. And my phone starts ringing. I'll never forget it. 9 27 PM. And it says realtor. And I hop up out of the seat and I take off to my bedroom. (laughs) And I'm like, hello. And she's like, Tiffany. And I'm like, Ashley. And it's like silent. I'm like, hello, Ashley. She's like, Tiffany. We go back and forth. And I'm like, yes. And she's like, it worked. I said, what worked? She said, your letter, it worked. I can't believe it worked. You got the house. I said, we got the house. She said, you got the house. Oh my gosh, we got the house. And I'm just like, I have company over. They don't know what's going on. I'm about to bust up this serious conversation about uh-huh. <laughs> money to tell them that we just bought our second home suddenly. And and that, and that guys, hear me out. That, won't God do it? God is such a God <laughs> of confirmation, especially in me and my husband's life, um, that wouldn't he do it? He would put the very two people that prophesied over the two homes that we own Mm -hmm. on our couch at nine o'clock at night to receive the news that we got it. Like that, that, that is the God circle right there. That is the God we serve. Okay. And so we go on, we get the house. We're so excited. And I remember telling Trav, like, Man, I would love to meet the lady, like the owner of this house, like who decorated this house? I was taking pictures like crazy. I want to decorate it just like her. God, it'd be so cool if I got to meet her. So I go in to pay my earnest money at the title company and there's two ladies like off in a back room doing something and they come out and I remember the room smelling like cookies. I remember saying, oh, it smells like cookies. And they're like, (sighs) oh yeah, Charles C, she's baking them. Um, She'll be right with you. And so Charles C comes out from the uh, back and she says, are you Tiffany? And I remember you would have thought I, I don't know, my mouth dropped open. I turned around. I'm like looking behind me like, how does she know me? (laughs) She's like, you're buying my house. And she said, I have been asking the Lord, Lord, I want to meet the lady that wrote that letter. I want to meet the lady that (laughs) wrote that letter. And she is sobbing. And so we embrace, we're hugging, I'm sobbing. She's just been through a very difficult season in life. And um, this whole, her selling the home is bittersweet. But she goes on to tell me how she was sitting before the Lord the night that all the offers came in and she was asking God, she didn't know how to choose. And she was saying, God, please make it obvious to me, how do I choose? And she said, the Lord, uh, she said that her realtor said, oh, by the way, Charles, Um, there's a letter attached to one of the offers and she, she said that she thought it was like a negotiation and she's like, I dreaded that letter because I didn't want to, I just wanted this to be easy. And she said, when I started reading the letter, I realized that it was someone like wanting the house. And she said she was bawling through it. And the Lord said, "This, these are the people to live in this house. And she was just so thankful that God made it so easy for her. And what is so cool is that she has three boys and a girl. I have three boys and a girl. Aww. She homeschools and I homeschool. We both love Jesus. Both of our girls are like besties now. <laughs> we we kind of are. Her daughter's name is Hallie. My daughter, daughter's name is Hattie. And so it was just really neat. So we got to talk. I got to pray with her. It was just really neat. I got to find out. Where she bought some stuff from, and here's the deal. God, again, I, I live by Ephesians 3.20. God did more than I could ask or imagine. Not only yeah. did I get to meet her generally, but she left the majority of the furniture for me. That's so awesome. Free. She so was awesome. like, you want this? You can have it. She was sending me pictures. You want this? I'll leave it. You want this? I'll leave it.
0: So basically, my house was pretty much furnished when I moved in. <laughs> like, Okay, so now get this. Hold on. The story's not over. When we were sitting on the couch, me and Stephen, and we were talking about investments, I think it was maybe even before you got the phone call or after. I don't remember. Tiffany felt prompted to go. It was probably after. She felt prompted to go get her wallet and take all the cash out of her wallet, which it wasn't like tons and tons, but still, it was her obedience. And she said, I feel like the Lord told me to empty my wallet and give it to you. And I was like, okay, I'll receive this seed. You know, I'll receive this. Because every time she responds in obedience, they see the Lord do such miracles. That seed wasn't yes. it after that she decided to leave all the furniture yes, she did. you know and yes. your
1: husband got a promotion or something yes my husband got a promotion where he's home at night and he yes yes God just like started pouring out blessing from seed that we'd sown yes, yes. and, and so, so
0: well and I love what I love about that it's not like you sowed thousands of, it's not it wasn't like the breakthrough was proportionate to the size of the seed absolutely it not. was just the obedience it was just the obedience yeah yes I, you could if God told you to give two dollars I
1: tell people this all the time, you cannot outgive God. I was even sharing on my own uh podcast, you cannot outgive God. When God tells you to give it, give it because what's coming back is way more than what
0: you gave yeah, out. Yeah. And um yeah. Well, let me share this, this passage real fast because I know that these, this is why I love to have Tiffany on the show because very few people, my husband and I live a life like what Tiffany describes. We just believe it's, it's simple. It's I believe the word of God and I obey what he tells me to do. I feel like the only way to live out the calling of God on my life is to be obedient on a daily basis. That's the only way. Tomorrow's not promised to me. So today may be, this episode or whatever, the way I love my kids today may be the climactic fulfillment of the calling of God on my life. And so I want to be obedient. And so um, Proverbs 6, verse 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness Mm -hmm. than great revenues without right. A man's heart devises his own way, but the Lord directs his steps. And so I just love how like that, you guys, this isn't, and I want to make sure that my listeners, that you don't walk away thinking Tiffany and Travis are just special, or Stephen and Jen are just special, must be because they're called to the ministry. No, you're a believer. You're called to the ministry too. That's right. but Jesus said, you will do greater things than I have done. And he literally meant what he said. And he literally wrecked in the best way an entire nation and part of the world and really history because he was radically obedient to the Father. And that is all. Yes, it's obedient. It's not just
1: with finances. It's with everything. Yeah. Me and my husband have been talking about the story with the houses and the prophetic word that you gave. Mm-hmm. We would have not even pursued the house had that mm-hmm. prophetic word not came in. Yeah. That prophetic word was a seed sown in faith wow. that, that we were like, Okay, God, you're speaking. If this is of you, you're going to confirm it. We're going to believe you for it. Therefore, we had had the word of the Lord. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word, Hebrews 11. Okay, so we had a word from the Lord. Now we're going to walk this thing out. So it's being obedient with the word that he gave us. Mm-hmm. So then when the house came up, oh, we had a word. Well, let's walk this thing out and yeah. see if God orders our steps. Yeah. See if this is what, if this is the house, the Lord has prophesied over us or spoke over us. And so
0: it's being obedient with everything. Yeah, Everything. And let, and let me say that, that prophetic word, which whenever they describe what their process was in stewarding that prophetic word, it always humbles me a lot because I'm not some phenomenal prophet that you're. You want to hang your life on the things I say. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not. But I feel like a, it's a testament to the measure of their faith that they're willing to just recognize when God is speaking. But b, on the practical level, when I pulled onto their street and I got that sense of this prophetic word, y'all, it was so faint. I literally thought I was just making stuff up. I really did. I almost didn't share it at the table because it was so faint. I thought, oh, I don't want to mess with their heads. They just had a baby. Like, (laughs) I don't want to jack with their timeline. And so even when I released it to y'all, I was like, listen, guys, just pray about this. May not be the Lord, may be, but this is what I felt when I drove. And so, but they, in their radical faith, took it and ran with it and God honored their faith. And so I just love that. Yeah, i just love it okay so with all that said i think you guys are seeing the theme of this we need to wrap this episode but i hope this has encouraged you guys of like how how simple it is to live a radical life in the lord and so tiffany and i broke down what we feel like would be three practical steps if you're like how do i go from what my life looks like today in my walk with the lord today to living a life where i see the miraculous happening and it's very very simple tiffany and i both put our heads together on this and I feel like it's A, the presence of the Word of God in your life. Right, Tiff, what right. you say? Tiffany knows the Word. I love the Word. We both love the Word. I go to the Word for counsel. Tiffany goes to the Word for counsel. I go to the Word regularly just to hear the Father's heart, correct my thinking, get His dreams in my heart. Right? The Word of God is given to you to know the Father's thoughts. And so get the Word of God in your heart. Secondly, prayer. Like, spend time, when a situation arises, don't go into complaining. Don't just go call your best friend to vent the process. Sit down and pray about it. Mm -hmm. It might take five minutes. It doesn't take much to get direction from the Lord. Right. And then the last would be, when you see something in the Word of God, obey it. When you see it, obey it. If the Lord highlights it to you, the Lord's like, hey, you need to respond to this. Obey it. Right now, there's two things that I feel like the Lord has asked me to do that I've been dragging my feet on. And so I'm like, it's burning in my heart. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start at the gym. The Lord's been telling me, go to the gym. I need to start at the gym. I need to be a good steward with that. And a project he wants me to begin with, um, with my business. And so... I'm like challenging myself to be radically obedient even in those even when it doesn't make a whole lot of sense guys be obedient because God sees the whole picture
1: yeah that yeah and I just want to end with saying that most of the time when God calls us to be obedient it's never in it's never. It never feels like the right time. It never feels like, oh, I've got so many things going on. I don't want to do this. But in the process of this second home, the Lord told me a few things. I remember thinking like at one point getting very overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, we've got to find renters for the new property and and all of this stuff. And I started to let fear creep up. And then it was like, wait a second. God gave us a word. He has been faithful. I started to remind myself of all the faithfulness of God. And the Lord told me this. He said, Tiffany, I only want you to do what you can do and that Mm -hmm. goes for in anything with finances with our spiritual health with our mental health our physical health parenting marriage we do what God has asked us to do and God has to do what only he can do which is the impossible so he told me Tiffany I need you to do what's possible what's possible get a loan with the bank what's possible look for a house what's possible right what and then you let me do the impossible so with obedience you need to do what's possible Whatever you're walking through right now that God's asking you to do, Mm. it's possible. You do what's possible. And then you let Father do what He does, which is the impossible. Matthew 19, 26. With men, it's it's impossible. But with God, it's possible. Mm. And the Lord told me, too, that it's very important when we walk with Him that we can have plans, like we've been talking about. Our plan Mm -hmm. was next March or whatever, but not to hold them with a closed fist. That we need to be just so um, ready to just be like, just to move with the Lord wherever he goes Amen. And, and and to let go of those plans. Because I'm telling you, had we, you know, went along with our plan, I feel like all oh, the blessings we would have, this has been such a, a ride the last few months and how we've gotten to minister. Y'all, I got a, a letter from our realtor. She bought us a gift. And in the letter, I was like, if it was, God, if you gave us this house, for this reason, it was so worth it. The realtor says, "Watching you and your husband has inspired my faith. Has made mm. me want to believe again." And so it's like mm. just being open and transparent with people, and walking in a boldness of what God's called you to do, despite what other people think. Mm. And and again, just being faithful. But it it has to do with everything in life.
0: Just yeah. just being faithful with it yeah. all. But I I love how you how you highlighted. You do what's possible. Because sometimes I've seen believers go, oh, God wants me to marry this phenomenal man. If it's God, then he'll make it happen. But then she's not working a job. She's not getting an education. She's not bettering herself. She's not working on her issues. You know what I mean? Like where we think that, God doing it is an excuse to be lazy and just wait around. But in scripture, we always see it's a partnership. We do what we're able and God does what he's able. And so I love that call out. That's so good. Okay, so you guys, I hate to wrap this up, but we have to. So as you can see, Tiffany is powerful. There's such an anointing on her life for for faith. And so I'm going to have Tiffany end us with praying over you guys, just a deposit of faith. But before I do that, if you want to hear more from Tiffany, which you totally should, um, her faith will stir yours, get their devotional. It's on Amazon. It's called A Closer Walk with Jesus, right? Travis and Tiffany Tombry, And I'll put the link to it in the show notes. And then her podcast, you can download it. She's on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, all those. Um, And it's called Testimonies with Tiffany. Testimonies with Tiffany. And I'll put those links in the show notes as well. So
1: Tiffany, go ahead and pray for us. Father, I thank you so much for the privilege and honor to be a guest on Gentilely's podcast. God, I thank you for her her obedience mm-hmm. and um, answering this call in the platform of podcasting, God. And I just... Um, I pray right now for her listeners, everyone that's listening to my voice, man, woman and child, father, that a blessing would fall on them. God, I pray for a measure of faith to be increased, God. But with that, God, that they would have they would have a desire to willingly obey you, Father. Mm. Whatever is going on yes, in your life, you're listening and you know that Father's called you to do something mm. and you've made the excuse or maybe you're it's out of fear or you haven't had enough time or you don't know even where to start. Father, I ask that you would give them the courage to start, mm-hmm. that they would do what they can do and you would do what you can do. Yes. God, that they would do the possible and you would do the impossible. God, and I pray that as they step out in obedience and as they answer the call, God, that the miraculous would take place mm-hmm. in their life, God. You told the men, go fill up the, the vase with water and you turn it into wine. St- uh, launch your net on the other side. Mm-hmm. They'd fish all night. They launched out the nets filled up with fish. God, you are a God of instruction mm. and you're looking for our faith to be activated. So I pray, God, that that the people listening, Lord, would obey. God would obey without hesitation, mm. God, and that they would see the reward of that. And that through this, their relationship with you would grow. That through this, their faith would grow. That through this, their joy would grow. That through this, God, it would just become nature to want to obey. Mm. Nature, God, it that their testimony would be, man, so-and-so, every time God asks them to do something, they act without hesitation, yeah. and God just shows up. Yeah. What a testimony. What a legacy. God, I pray um, that, that you would just give them courage and boldness. I pray for a spirit of boldness to fall upon them mightily, God. Yes. And I just declare your word over everyone listening that he who began a good work in them will be faithful to complete it. Philippians 1, 6, God. And that you shall supply all of their needs according to your riches. Philippians four nineteen, God. And that... God, that you will, you will order their steps just like generally said, and that you will work all things together for their good and your glory. Mm. That the people listening will understand they have a story and it's for your glory. Amen. In
0: Jesus name. Amen. Man, that's so good. Thank you, Tiffany, for coming on the show. You guys make sure reach out, connect with Tiffany. She's also on Instagram at tiffertom. Um, and if you listen to this episode, if it if it touched you, if it challenged you, if it um, if you end up with a testimony from implementing what you heard in this show, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Java with Jen. You can find Tiffany on Instagram, Tiff or Tom. And we want to hear from you guys. It makes our day and makes all the all the work worth it to do the podcast. And so we want to hear from y'all. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Share this episode with a friend who you think will be encouraged by it. And until next time, remember, you've got this and God's got you. Bye. Okay, I know some of you are so eager to hear what this supplement is. Listen, my son is in, is just now going in fourth grade and since kindergarten, listen, he's a good boy. He just has a lot of creativity, loves to have fun, has lots of energy and sometimes focus, okay, Honestly, his whole life focus has been an issue. Like he gets in trouble for that more than anything. And so I was like, Lord, I don't want to take him to the doctor and just get a label on him or, or medication. Some people go their route and that's fine, but that's not the route I wanted to go. And so I was like, surely there's something I can give him that can support his body without manipulating it too much. And so I got online and found this. It is an, it's an herbal, um, let's see, it's an herbal remedy It is by Mary Ruth's, is the brand, Mary Ruth's. And it's called Focus and Attention for Kids. It's an herbal supplement. And what it does is it soothes their nerves and boosts their overall health. It has in it an adaptogenic ingredients, um, which are herbs that support the body's ability to recover from and resist stressors. It calms the nervous system and supports your child's ability to focus. It also has nervine ingredients, which are... um, these specifically are lavender and passion flower. They're included in this blend. They're both nervines meant to calm and relax your child. I personally know that lavender has is very healing to the body. It can actually reverse and heal allergies. We've seen that firsthand in my husband, in my son, in myself, and with lots of people. So lavender is a really great. Um, healing agent in the body. And then the third category of ingredients are nootropics. You may be familiar, you may not, but nootropics are um, ingredients that may help improve or herbals um, that may help improve cognitive function, brain function, and enhance focus. They support brain health. And so I take a grown-up version of a nootropic, um, but these are all natural it's uh, just taken from the earth, and so if you're not sure what to do, of course, check it out with your doctor, especially if your doctor's already aware of the the situation. This, listen, my advice is never meant to replace medical treatment or to be taken as medical advice. I am not a medical expert. I am just a very natural minded mama and i like to share my natural remedies with friends who are also natural-minded um, because you know we all help each other out so if you're looking for something that's not medication oriented but might help take the edge off this has helped my son um, focus long enough to do his work sometimes we still have to get on him because he's still a kid but it has not suppressed his personality it's literally just taken the edge off and it helps him be a little calmer. The days when he takes it, I really don't have to fuss at him. And he's missed a few days and he hasn't seemed quite like his old self. So I did notice in the reviews, some people whose kids had ADHD were taking it to help with that and saw great results. So take this, maybe try it out, take it to your doctor, see what they think about it. Um, Give it a shot. I don't know how it would interact with medication. So if your child is on medication, definitely talk to your doctor first. Anyhow, if that's you, I hope this would work for you. They also have a grown-up version. I take the adult version. Me and my oldest son do. And it helps with focus and adrenal support. So there you go. There's your life hack for this week. I will put the link to the Amazon um per uh, the item you can purchase on amazon in the show notes so you can go right through that link and find it all right you guys thanks so much for listening until next week we'll see you soon thanks so much for tuning in to today's show for those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media thank you reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me listen let's stay connected Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say, Hey, it's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, we have merch coming. Stay tuned and I'll let you know when it hits the stores. Until next time, remember, you will fulfill your greatest destiny one day at a time.